Hey, good buddies, what's up, and welcome into the Good Buddies Anime Review. I am your good buddy, Roger. And I am your good buddy, Brandon. And we got a really fun one this week. It's a very down-to-earth, grounded series. Yet, despite that, freaking hilarious. Yeah. It still managed to be, like, so fun and so... Yeah, uh, it is... Wacky, despite being at times a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah, and, and it's like, you know... When you hear the title, or like you even see the characters and stuff like that, or even maybe even hear the premise, it's easy shoot, to you're write gonna it off. think, yeah, that, that it it could be something you won't like. Yeah. But let us tell you about why you might like this anime. We're talking about O Maidens in Your Savage Season. Yes, and it is for sure my favorite show from last season. Yeah, it's for really sure. good. It's quite good. But uh, Roger, we're gonna tell our good buddies about this show. We're gonna give them a little breakdown. We're gonna tell them all about it, and we're gonna give it a final review of recommendation. Mm -hmm. That is, do we, your good buddies, Roger and Brandon, think y'all, our good buddies universe out there, should check out this show? Absolutely. And the way we're gonna do that is we're gonna give it a final score, which could be one of a few different things. And Roger, if it was straight up trash, what would you call that? I'd call it an Anna, maybe not. If it was like not great, but it wasn't the worst. Anime. It's average. It was fine. Hey, it's an anime. Maybe. It's actually pretty good, though. Nothing wrong with that. Animos, definitely, my guy. But if it was so, so good, Roger, if it was amazing. Dude, that would be amazing. It would be amazing. And the way we're going to get there is we're going to give it a uh, out of 10 stars, a possible 10 stars. We're going to do five different categories, two stars each, total possible of 10. That's how math works. And. Roger, what is that first category we're going to talk about? The story and setting. The second one. The characters and development. Roger, number three, please. The art and animation. Number four. That soundtrack. And finally, Roger, that good buddies room, that fifth category, that je ne Roger, what does that mean? I do not know what. I don't know what. But that's how we're going to do it, and that's how we're going to get into it. So let me hit you with a quick pitch, and let's yeah, hit this thing, Yeah, please do. Man. So, O Maidens in Your Savage Season is, at its heart, it's a coming-of-age story. Pure yep. and simple, that's what it is. Uh, and we it's not like we haven't seen before. There was actually a really great one last year uh, around January that I didn't catch till later called... Yeah, uh, Domestic Girlfriend. No. <laughs> no, it was a place further than the universe, which is very good. But th this is... It's not like we haven't seen come-of-age stories before. But where sure. this one manages to differentiate itself is it focuses... Uh, not unlike some other ones, purely on an all-female cast, an all-woman cast. Yep. Uh, high school girls, they're in their literature club, but specifically, this take, this has the gall. It has the, the, the cojones, if you will, to go and just talk like this is about them coming into their, their sexual age. They're, right. they're blossoming into sexuality. They're realizing that, and it's, it's the the terror of like what are these feelings why can't i stop thinking about it why can't i stop thinking about them and the truly shocking realization that it's not just them that are going through this right and it's a very very interesting story in that and it all at once somehow managed to be heartfelt hilarious uncomfortable pretty painful and somehow still manages to squeeze in a couple of dong jokes yeah it's pretty great it does <laughs> i really like it <laughs> But that's a that's a quick pitch for you. Let's go right into the story and setting. It takes okay. place mostly in and around this high school. Yeah. There you go. Yep. They, we do get a couple of shots where they're going around. Uh, it's it's mostly focused on five girls in the literature club, which mm -hmm. we will get to in the character development. I feel like a lot of the story is actually going to come from our characters development talk. Um, but yes, it's these five girls in the literature, literature club who basically it starts with them having read this passage from a book that is clearly a sex scene although yep. using some flowery language more poetic than you know just straight up erotica um but they have this conversation we're like well what are we what are we doing what do we want out of life and one of them uh says i want to have sex yeah i want to know what it's like and yeah, yeah i mean we've all been there we've all been at that age where that's all you can think about yeah. and all of a sudden everyone just the firecracker goes off and they're like oh god sex and it just hits them yep and that's the whole yeah, show they're, they're, yeah yeah they're realizing that uh, their mm. horizons are expanding. Yes, very their, much their, so. Their feelings and emotions are expanding through what is, you know, puberty, pretty much. Yes, it's all hormones and emotions and mm -hmm. the anxiety that's tearing them apart. And yeah, and in the and end, maybe, maybe if, it pulls them together, yeah, Roger. Maybe. <laughs> but if, uh, if you were to say that you did not uh, feel something like this when you were probably their age, male or female... I would say that you're probably lying. Well, I mean, <laughs> there are people who don't experience sure. sexual attraction. Sure. Okay, yeah, that's fair. But that's fair. Th it is definitely a thing that I feel like most of the population can relate to. Yeah. It's like, regardless of who you are, or where you're from, you're going to see something here that, like, yeah. it clicks with you, I think. Yeah, and I think there there's an extent to where at least everybody has this 
at least somewhat of a desire for companionship. And if not even that, whether it be sexual sure. or not, it just and and even even at that, you'll see stuff in here where like people are even if that's something you can't relate to somehow. Um, there are points in here where like you're seeing people struggle with why is everyone so focused on it? Even if it's not you, right? It's everyone around you might you, be having. You these even feelings. get a really great character that. Uh, she doesn't understand why they're focused on it in a certain way. She doesn't understand right. because she doesn't feel it herself that way. Exactly. Very and cool. Speaking of characters, let's just jump right into yep. characters in development. And we're going to, there's a lot of characters in development. We're going to mm -hmm. hit you with the main five girls who the show focuses yep. on. And we'll get a few little trickles of other characters in here. So let's start with probably the main girl, yeah. Kazusa. Kazusa, yep. Yes. Kazusa is, I wrote down basically the main character. Fairly average high school girl. She's dealing with friends and grades. And also deals with the glares of her fellow classmates because she has been friends with the school heartthrob, Izumi, mm -hmm. since they were little kids. He gave her samurai hair. He did, and that's a thing that we won't talk about. <laughs> There's a flashback you see where... Yeah, it's funny. It's uh, funny. It's hilarious. It's kids doing kid things. Little little small children. Yeah. Um, but yes, basically... Uh, she's getting a decent amount of jealousy and hate from other girls in her class because he's like the super cutie in the, yeah, in the school and they spend a decent amount of time together and people are like, what's she got going on? Blah, blah, that kind of thing. And all the while she is hesitant to admit that, yeah, she is super hot for him. She is crushing on mm -hmm. this dude who she's known for so long. Uh, they also live next door to each other. Too. Yes. They're like right next yeah, door they, to each other. They're childhood friends. They've known each other mm -hmm. their whole lives. Mm -hmm. Yes. Very much so. Uh, you want to move on to Sugawara? Yeah. Uh, Nina, Nina Sugawara, uh, she is one of Kazuka, Kazusa's best friends. Yeah, she's actually like not much for friendship yeah. overall in the show, you find. But she does admit that she really values Kazusa's friendship. Yeah. And the real crux of her art comes from when she slowly begins to realize she maybe has feelings for this Izumi guy. Yeah. And now she's caught between a crush yeah. and her friendship that she doesn't want to lose either one. And Sugawara is also a very talented actress. Mm -hmm. uh, she's a very young actress. She's extremely talented. And uh, she's also, to at least most of the 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 guys in the school, very attractive. Yes. She's, uh, she's got a lot of poise and yeah, grace she, and beauty. And yeah. she is, uh, they call her, what do they call her, the crane? Yeah, the crane. Because she's, she's so Her slender. Her fragile and, beauty. Yes. Yeah. Ooh. Which is like, all right, kind of a weird way to put that. But yeah. I get you. Um, she's also very pensive. She's very, uh, what's what's the word? Like, not sad. Like, kind of melancholy about it. Yeah. Like, she's got this kind of like pensive. I would say melancholy is probably Pensive the first, nature yeah. to her where she's like very introspective. Apprehensive? Maybe. And she, she doesn't talk much. When she does, she tries to be cool about it. Yeah, she um, also tries to be very mature, or at least yes. seems like she's very mature. She definitely tries to. And let's just hit this one right now. We talked yeah. about how she is a very talented actress, and she took some acting classes. Yep, let's go Here's ahead. one yeah. of those uncomfortable bits. You're going to see some scenes where she's interacting with an older guy who is a straight-up pedo. Yeah. She it, was essentially groomed yeah, at a very was, young age. he was her teacher. And, and she yeah. does not maintain, I wouldn't call it a relationship with the guy, but mm -hmm. she does still see him as a, definitely an overbearing figure in yeah. her life. And, and uh, she also like kind of views him as somebody that it seems like she wants to maintain, like have a high impression of her. Yes. She, she cares so much what this guy thinks. And of course she does. Yeah. She was groomed, groomed. by him. Yep. That's, that's the whole point of it. It's yeah. fucked up. There, there's some deep stuff, like some really deep stuff in the show. Yeah, man. It, it, goes, it goes to some dark places. As we said, it gets kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that there are some scenes with him that are extremely uncomfortable. So yeah. And we'll get to that later. Yeah. I'm sure. Um, let's move on to, let's talk about my girl Momo. Momo is perfect and has never done anything wrong. Yeah, she's so kind. I love her. She's, she's shy, she's kind of quiet. She spends most of her time trying to keep this group of friends, this literature club, from imploding due to their hormones yeah. and several misunderstandings. Yeah, she's always mediating between the people. Yes, but at first, she's kind of just like, on the outside, she's kind of like the quiet friend. Mm -hmm. Her real art comes when there's a guy in class who turns out like, kind of likes her and mm -hmm. maybe she kind of likes him and they go out a little bit and she kind of realizes she's not really into guys. Yeah. And we'll just leave it at that for right yeah. now. Yeah. It's a great character yeah. and she's perfect and has never done anything and she's wrong. Done, she's done very well. Like they, 
they portray her feelings extremely well to somewhere like you know somebody like me i could understand i yes. i understand where she was coming from yeah as a couple of like 30 and up dudes we yeah. can we can still relate to this high school girl in this yeah. cartoon because they really nailed the development on these characters yeah, yeah. oh god they sure you did. really understand where they're coming yeah. from pretty much at all times uh you want to talk about hongo hongo uh god hongo's got problems uh, she looks like your boy mob <laughs> she does kind of look like mob. <laughs> she's got she looks like you know what she looks like is what's that pokemon that like looks like the cat with the weird hair you know what i'm uh, talking about uh, hit on top no no it's like it's like a little it's like a little fuzzy cat thing that like has the big bug eyes and it's got the goofy hair i don't know Perugly? she looks like one of them maybe she looks like one of them she looks like one of them Meowstic. anyway probably but uh point is she she is she's short she's dark she's mysterious she is somewhat standoffish yeah she is a writer an author who is trying to get published but she's having difficult with her art mm-hmm. and with her medium because she doesn't have any experience in the type of thing she's wanting to write she specifically yeah. is having trouble with these love scenes her publisher at one point tells her hey this sounds like it was written by a 40 year old dude yeah this is this is nothing and that's the problem she's having, and so and, and a well, lot of her a lot of her experience comes from chatting with a character online. Yes, and so her her solution for that is, well, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go out and get some experience. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Uh, well, here's boots. here's one thing. Let's talk about this right now. This is a uh, Mari Kondo uh, uh, manga that was made into an anime, and uh, uh, boy, oh boy, uh, our girl. She has a habit of writing characters who make terrible decisions. Yeah. And boy, and do these, these characters, characters make terrible they decisions. They make some terrible decisions. Uh, uh, yeah, Hongo makes some of the worst decisions almost. I dare say. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, she's a really fun character. Very standoffish. Very like, she's almost like... Sorry, uh, Mario Kata is what I meant to she, say. Jesus, she I seems kind of like the, that angry person in school. Like, you're very like, almost, she's almost unapproachable. She's not. But but that's kind of how she she comes off a bit. She's very dry. Yeah, but that's and that again. This is something that I I, I fucked up the name a second ago. Sorry, uh, Mario Kata. This is a thing that you're gonna see with her work, and if if you've experienced any of it before, which I have not, I've seen a little bit since. Yeah. Ooh. Uh. But that's that's kind of a running thing with her. Is this is this is people who are trying their best and making terrible decisions, and mm-hmm. you are going to see a few of them. Um. Let's move on to our last of the main uh, main five. I love her, Sonazaki. Yeah, Rika Sonazaki. She's great. Yeah, <laughs> she's the club president. She's very serious. Yeah, and she's more a, than a she's little, a she's a stickler. Yeah, she's also more than a little bit of a prude. Yeah, uh, she is. She tries desperately to avoid any kind of talk of relationships and sex and all that because she's so terrified that it's going to corrupt her. She literally has a freaking sign on the outside of their club room that says purity. Yeah. Like she's trying so hard to stay a pure maiden. But, but when a boy in her class suddenly starts to show a little bit of interest in her, she, it begins to free her doubtful yeah, mind kind of melts her a little bit it melts her cold cold heart roger yeah that's angry and it leads to some really cute scenes yes it's great she has some of the cutest scenes in the show it's good time um but yeah she's she's a really good character she's very smart uh she's got she's a she's a girl with she's almost that stereotype uh <laughs> yeah they kind of do pull yeah. a pull a pull like, a, like the 90s. girl that takes her glasses off yeah, you pull and, the glasses oh my god off. she's hot <laughs> They kind of they kind of pull a she's all that with her. Yeah, yeah, they kind of do, don't they? Yeah, they do. Uh, I didn't even catch that until just now, but yeah, they absolutely do that. She, yeah, she basically like they don't go over the top. It's with not it, like really, it's but not like well, that's the it's thing. not offensive. But that's the good thing about it is yeah. because because what happens usually in those types of stories is like oh, there's this nerdy girl, man. You know, if she just dressed better, take those glasses, she'd be so hot. And then like somebody gives her a makeover, and all of a sudden she's so hot. Yeah, no, she does that herself. She yeah. takes her destiny and, in her and own And literally all she hands. does is uh, takes her glasses off. Well, she does get a haircut. Okay. okay she does yeah, change she her does. hair she and she, she does, does wear some bangs makeup. And stuff. She does wear a little bit of makeup. Yeah. yeah. She, she switches it up, but she she makes her own decision to do that. And yeah. good for her. Yep. Good for her. Good stuff. Yep. Very cute. Uh, and her little scenes with her her uh, guy that likes her. It's fucking so, adorable. Yeah. It's so cute. 
the way that he tells her cute. that he likes her it was very cute. Yeah, it was. Oh, uh, this shows. It's, I'm just. It, smiling it was one now. of my favorite moments in the whole series. I'm just smiling in the. But uh, that's studio. that's our main characters there. Yes, and that is probably the bulk of this review. Was yeah. gonna, is just those characters because yeah. like. Man, like everything just revolves around them so much, as well it should. It's a coming of age story. It's a it's a, dr- a dramatization with a bunch of comedy thrown in. They do they do very well at keeping the characters complex, and there's a lot of depth to them. Yes, like I know that we kind of we kind of gloss over them, but there is a lot of substance to these characters. There is a lot, and of even depth. side characters and characters that that spin off from them, lots of substance to to almost everybody around. Yeah, that's kind of an interesting point. It's like the very first thing you see in the intro here is all of them standing in a shallow pool of water, and it's like, nah, dog, this this hoe deep. Mm-hmm. This hoe gets deep. Um, let's move on to the uh, art and animation, though, my big guy. Yeah. Um, so this would Fine. be, yeah, this would be, I think, the weakest part of the show to me. I personally was into it. Yeah. It's got this almost kind of a watercolor yeah, look to it. Yeah, but it's got this kind of like haze layer over it. It makes yeah. it look very washed out. It is very washed out. Uh, one thing that I will say that I do like about it, mm. I like the simplistic style. Yes. I like that it's almost like the, the closest anime that I can compare this to, like the way the character models and stuff are, mm-hmm. is Initial D. Sure. It looks very Initial D-esque. Uh, also, they do this kind of cool effect where, like, their clothing and stuff, they move, and there's, like, this artifacting, like, this, this, uh... Yeah, it kind of looks like, um, like, it's a it thing makes I It rem- felty or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, it looks like something I've seen in, like, older shows where, like, it kind of feels like they're moving, like there's a solid, like there's just a flat paper there, and yeah. you're watching them move, like, across yeah, it or it, it adds, uh, it adds an interesting layer of texture. Yeah. However, for me... The the manner in which they use that that white filter, whatever it's whatever it is it causes causes it to look so washed out, it was so damn distracting to me through the whole damn thing that the character designs that I really liked plus the really cool artifacting thing, if they mm. would have just done it a, a clear take on it, I would have been so much more receptive to it. But it's just not for me. I get it. Yeah, I totally get that. For me personally, I was really into it. The only thing I will say in this, I can't really dock the show for this. Yeah. But it is on high dive, and high dive's freaking uh, subtitles are not suited <sighs> yeah, they to this do kind not, of thing. Yeah, they do not work well with yeah, it. Yeah, that's the only problem I had with any of it. But personally, I was really into the art style. I yeah. thought it was quite good. Um, I mean, it's not a perfect perfect score, but it's decent. Yeah. I thought it was fine. Yeah, it's watchable. It's It didn't, it, it you know, the washout nature of it did annoy me, but it did not ever prevent me from enjoying this show. It was never so pervasive yeah. you couldn't do it. Okay. How about the music and sound, my big boy? Uh, I thought it was really good. Um... The first thing that I would like to talk about in the OP is I love at the beginning they have these little monologues, these little callbacks mm-hmm. to each other. And sometimes they say the same thing and sometimes it changes. Yeah. And sometimes they bring a, a thing back. I thought it was very cool. Yeah, yeah. It very was interesting. it was super interesting. And they kind of change it through. Yeah. yeah. And the opening and intro songs were very cute. I like them. I really, really love the outro. Yeah. It has this little like call and response thing where the person singing it is like having a conversation with God. Yeah. They're literally like like saying, uh, hey, uh what does it say? God, hey God, oh, what's up? Tell me. What what do you want to know? Bloody blah, blah, blah. And they're like they're just having a conversation with God. Mm-hmm. And then it goes into this whole like Again, it's a coming of age story, so they're talking yeah. about how like I I recorded a video for myself in the future, but then I deleted it and all this stuff. It's very fun. The art's very good in the intro and outro. Yeah, it's just a fun. fun yeah, I thought thing. they were very. The cute. music during. Yeah, for the most part, is fine. There's a bit. There's two bits in episode mm-hmm. one, and episode ten. I went back and watched it just to make sure, where they have these tracks from a band called Blue Hearts. Yeah. And they freaking rock. They totally rock. <laughs> they rock so hard. Um, it and, would be cool if they had a little bit more yeah, in Yeah, that there. would be my one complaint about the soundtrack, is that the 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 end the ending of the opening episode... Yes. Uh, it led awesome. me. To, it, yeah, it's so <laughs> good that it led me to believe that this is something that's going to happen more. And yeah. it happens only one other time. Yeah. Which, you know, I'm glad it happened even the one time. At least they brought it, it back was, a It was bit. very memorable. Like, it pulled me into the show, and I think it would still do that even after somebody hears this review and goes mm-hmm. to check it out, I think it would still pull them in because that scene is so cool. Sure. However, it did kind of like, I was like, man, it, it didn't happen. Kind of got your hopes yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally get that. And I do like, I will say though that I do like the sound design the way they did it because that first one is like, we're not going to like spoil the first episode. Just watch that first episode yeah. and tell me you don't want to watch more is all I'm saying. Watch yeah. that first episode to the end and tell me you don't want to watch the rest of this show. But the, the, the end of that first episode, there's a bit where she's like, 
Kazus is walking up these stairs and we're not going to say what happens, but she hears this music playing and it's very soft. It literally sounds like it's coming from this room that she is walking toward. And then she gets there and she's hearing it like it's on the radio or something. And then she runs out and you're hearing it like blasting. And I really love the way they like kind of played with mm-hmm. the, 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 the bit levels and stuff there to make it sound like that. It was very cool. They do a yeah. similar thing in episode 10 when that other song, uh, I believe it's chain gang by blue hearts comes in. You're listening, like you're seeing someone walk through the streets of this town and you're seeing someone in a karaoke bar singing this song. And then it's like playing throughout the show. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. Very interesting sound design. I really like how yeah, they pulled that. It was off. cool. Very cool. All right, let's move on though. The je ne sais quoi. The je ne sais quoi. Um, the only thing that I could really say in this thing is like this. I I would like to think that it could be for everybody, mm. but you know it's not. It, yeah, I know that it's not. And and some of the scenes, even to me, where I'm like hardened, like I had to really question, like like is this okay to be watching with the the pedophilia scenes? I yeah. So like that's, it, it does have resolution and yes. it does and I was worried that it wouldn't. Yeah, it does. I can I will confirm that for anybody. It does have resolution. Um, it is still like it's pedophilia. It's it's uncomfortable. Well, see, that's the thing though. Is like this is a conversation we had before. Is like when I watch this show, it's like the first time they introduce this character, they like it's it's. It's Sugawara, uh, Nina, talking about this character who mm. she interacted with when she was a very young kid. And yeah. she's telling this other character about it. And it cuts back to that character she's talking to. And he's got this gross look on his face. He's like, dude, that guy's a straight up pedo. And she's like, yeah, I know. So it's just immediately confirming, yeah, yeah. this is yeah, a bad it, person. It calls him out for it. And this, that, this guy is for, for, sure, yeah. for sure this guy's the villain. Like, they give you scenes later where, like, yeah. For sure, he's a bad guy. It's not just like, oh, here's a dude and yeah. there he goes. It's not, he is the villain for sure. Mm-hmm. And like, at least it does that much. Yeah. But like, when I look at that and then I look at other shows where it's like, here's a teacher, uh, here's the male teacher, and here's all these female high school students he's teaching, mm-hmm. and they get into these wacky sexual situations. And yeah. I'm like, okay, but that guy's a pedo. Like, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. Sure. And here, at least, they called it out. Yeah, they called like, it out. That's that's I'll the give thing you that. for me. However, I, I would say that my counter to that is that this one in a couple spots gets a whole lot more contacty than than even some of the wacky okay, sexual I've, situations. I've seen so many shows where people, where dudes, grown dudes, are falling into schoolgirls' tits. You can't come on now. Okay, and well, that's played for a gag. That's yeah, the thing. But also, here it's, it's not, not like played they're for like a gag. I I get that, and also it's. That's more on the people writing it because they they wrote the dude to slip and fall or trip or right. whatever. So you have that that sort of innocent nature to play it off. On yeah. this one, he's straight up like it's well, yeah, it's uncomfortable. That's that's all I'm getting. No, at. Like it's I'm not trying to like it's shame. certainly uncomfortable. Yeah. And it's it's a thing that like And it's supposed to be uncomfortable. It's meant to be uncomfortable. That's the thing. It is uncomfortable. There is resolution to it and whatnot. You see, like you want to see this guy get his comeuppance, and he does to some effect. And that's the thing. But like I can't for me personally, like watching this, I despite all that, I felt more comfortable watching this than like a lot of those funny comedy shows where it's just like a dude creeping on some girls. Sure. Okay. That's that's totally fair. Easily. I'm sure that I've watched my fair share of dude creeping on shows and played it off because it's funny. Yeah. I'm not saying that I'm a saint or anything. All I'm saying is that like I know those shows, shows yeah, yeah. make other people uncomfortable. For sure, for sure. And this will certainly probably still make them uncomfortable. Yeah, I get that. Um, for me, other, other than that, I would just say, again, like we said before, there's a lot to relate to here. I can't really imagine anyone all that many people who haven't felt something that you're seeing in this show yeah. at some point in their life. Um, but again, I can understand how people would be perturbed by some of this subject matter. Mm-hmm. It's It does get kind of dark at times. It yep. does get pretty uncomfortable. Um, overall, though, I feel like it ends up being a very heartfelt and uplifting story. Uplifting story. It's mm-hmm. very funny. I cannot stress enough how hilarious this thing is. Yeah, it's like, very literally, funny. Literally, uh, again, you watch that first episode and tell me you don't want to watch the rest. I can't remember the last time I laughed so hard. There were so many moments where like people are just calling out each other on shit, and I'm just like, bitch. Like, it's so funny. It's so good. But, yeah, it's easily my favorite show this past season. I really enjoyed yeah. it. I liked and it. I liked it. 
Yeah. You want to get on the scores? Let people know how much we enjoyed it? Let's hit the scores, big boy. How'd you feel about the story and setup? I gave it a solid two. Solid two. How about the characters development? I gave them a solid two. Solid two. You, you can't give it anything yeah. but. Yeah, those those are really yeah. strong. How about the art and animation? Uh, I gave it a one. I went ahead and gave it a point five. I, I was into the art style. Okay, really. a one or a 1.5? 1.5. Okay. Uh, how about the music and sound? I gave it a 1.5. 1.5 as well. And finally, the je ne sais quoi. The je ne sais quoi. I gave it a one because I don't think I could recommend it to everybody. Fair's fair. I went ahead and gave it a 1.5. I did okay. dock it a little bit because, again, there are those uncomfortable moments. Yeah. But I don't know. I There's feel even like, some of those like cringy moments that, that I felt like you probably wouldn't like. I mean, that's the thing. It just all of it. The thing with cringy moments and stuff. So I get secondhand yeah, embarrassment some of those, very yeah, easily. Yeah, those office moments. I get, I get secondhand embarrassment very easily. This is a thing we've talked about on the show. A thing I've talked about with you before uh, personally. And like, I feel like the real thing with those is like, for some reason, it's m- worse for me if I know it's just made up. Mm-hmm. Whereas this, all of it felt so real. Yeah, sure. That I was fine. I, with. I would say that the 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 almost like cringy office moments or whatever are mostly uh, with Hongo. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, dude. Okay, that one dude should just be arrested. Like, yeah. <laughs> he he's trying to teach her. There's a there's a bit where like someone's trying to teach her a lesson. Kind of. Yeah. It's like, dude, you should just be arrested. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah. Anyway, what does that bring your total up to? That takes me up to seven point five points. That is an animos definitely for me. Very nice. Right in the middle. Me at a two four. I'm just counting them up again. I'm gonna get eight and a half. Eight and a half. So that is a right in between an animos definitely and an animazing for you. Yeah, man. I would uh, somewhere right on the cusp. I don't know. I kind of want. I kind of want to push it up a little more, but I feel like I feel like I got pretty honest with that one. Yeah. I feel like that's about where I would. Yeah, I it. felt like this was a pretty honest review from you know, both of us. I really enjoyed it. I, really I almost like felt like even looking at seven point five, like mm, I feel like I've given things a higher score, but it just—I don't know—it's just how I interpreted what it came out to be. Yeah. Uh, I think what really you know, like normally I'm more forgiving on the art and animation, but it was sure. that damn washed out nature. Yeah, it's very washed out. Uh, I will, I will, I will yeah. say that again. I like the art and animation. I, I, a thing I would say about this one that really pushed, hit it home for me. It's a thing that I said about, um, once again, I'm forgetting the name of that show that I loved so much. Sarah's on my, no, the one that you weren't as into because of the ending of it. Uh, bloom into you, bloom into you. It reminded me a lot of Bloom into You and it kind was, of a Star is on It was my, way better that. than Bloom into You, sure. in my opinion. Sure, sure. But I, I would say, like, for me, the thing that really got me with this one was just like Bloom into You and just like Sarah's on my to a point, it deals with such explicitly, yeah. undoubtedly sexual content without really sexualizing the characters. Yeah. There's maybe one scene, two scenes in here I can think of off the top of my head that were like, this is like for sure a sexy thing is happening and this character is being sexualized at all. Mm-hmm. For the most part, it's just like they're dealing with the sexual stuff without, and just being like, but yeah, they're just normal people. Yep. Which is like, yeah, just good. Yeah. It's an excellent show. Yeah. I, I highly recommend it. Uh, I liked it a lot. Yeah. Y'all, y'all should definitely check it out. Uh, let me tell you what we're going to be watching next week. Oh, well, kind of, um, <laughs> so I'm actually not even going to tell you what we're reviewing. It's going to wow. be a little mystery up there. We're going to have a Jack lantern. Because we're going to record our episode normally of this thing. Uh, we'll say that it's something older. We've got some requests to do some older stuff. So we're going to do something older. And we're going to release it on Halloween. So it'll be on that Thursday, the 31st. Um, I don't know, man. It's something cool. Yeah. Brandon's chuckling over there. But we're gonna yeah. try. The thing is, like, it feels, I, it feels like it's going to be like, ooh, look how spooky. But it's like... It's, it's a Halloween anime. As much as... Uh, what is it? Die Hard is a Christmas film. Stop. But I mean, it's kind of the same, right? Eh, I guess. Anyway, yeah, we're going to have a thing for you soon. Yeah. But it's yes. going to be fun. Uh, so get hyped for that. We're going to uh, blaze on into the ramble here. Uh, quick plugs for the uh, YouTube, yeah? Mm-hmm. So... Leave us a comment. Yeah, uh, like, if you're watching comment, this on YouTube, subscribe. like it, comment, subscribe, click that bell so we can ding your dong, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. We really appreciate you guys. We'd love to get some more questions from you. Actually got one coming up in the ramble. That'll mm-hmm. be fun that we uh, missed apparently. Yep. But um, yeah, uh, shout out to our good buddy Haas for the use of our closing theme song on the YouTube portion of the show. That is the buddy's good. And I think we about got there. I think so, dude. 
Yeah, uh, uh, full links in the description below. We will have the full plugs at the end of the ramble. If you're listening to the uh, you know podcast por- uh, version of the show, you're just we're just gonna ride on into it and love y'all. Love you too. And, and we're, we're in the, the ramble. ramble. All right. Okay. Uh, it's gonna be a short ramble. Uh, yeah. Do you want to talk about anything else from uh, Omaidens? Fucking Milo Sensei needs to chill, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they straight up were almost sixty nineing at one point. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I was like, yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Okay, th- this is where we get kind of spoilery. Obviously, we already did. Yeah. Sorry. Um, how about when fucking Nina gave that fool the woman's right? Yeah. <laughs> Freaking Lacey Evans, they're just just straight just up socked that dude. Bow, in the just face. blasted that yeah. fool. What's that? Fan? Gross. Power right in the kisser. Power right in the kisser with his <laughs> gross nose hairs. Oh boy. Yeah, you love to see it. Yeah. Yeah. It. it oh God, it felt good. It felt good. It's good stuff, man. I really enjoyed that show a lot. Um, I don't feel like it's the thing that there will ever be more of, but I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, I will say that I was kind of... Honestly, like, I really... I love the character of Momo. I wish there had been a little bit more with her. Like, they kind of give you a bit at the very end. Well, I think that at the end, they really, like, for the short amount of time left, they still did a pretty good job. There's a little bit of a coda there, and you kind of see, like, you know, where characters end up, and she's hanging out with Sugawara, so it's like, eh, cute. But, like, I don't know, man. I feel like... I think you can definitely catch on to what is kind of going on with her early on, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I've, I just wish there had been a little bit more with her. Yeah, um, sure. I feel like they, they did as much as they could, and I think they did plenty. Yeah, I think she was the most supporting character of the Yeah, five. certainly. It, it was all support. And then, like, the whole, like, color tag thing at the end was very cool, I thought. But, yeah. like, her bit was just kind of like, okay. Like, it, it was kind of it. Was yeah. kinda it. A peach-colored Momo? Yeah. Cute. I was like, what does that even mean? <laughs> it's adorable. Yeah. That's all I know. Dude, did you like shit yourself when they straight up kidnapped that fool? <laughs> yeah, she freaking judo chopped him. Just straight up, just straight up, like, like. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't, he didn't pass out. She's like, well, pass out on TV. Ah, huh. that just didn't work at all. Yeah, give the Vulcan nerve pinch, bro. <laughs> yeah, it was. It, Holy it was moly! Funny. Oh man, uh, uh, but Cap- yeah, he. Cap- I mean, he. He had already got himself into that sticky situation with him and Hongo. So here's a little behind the scenes thing. Uh, Your boy's got a bit of the goo. I got a little bit of a cough going on. Brandon got Um, that goo. I got the goo, baby. I I, I already saw the doctor. It's just a respiratory thing. It's not contagious, nothing. But I've been drinking a lot of tea to deal with my cough, and I put way too much honey in, and Kat was like, hey, pour a little bit of liquor in there. That'll even you out. And I did that. I have not drank in a while. I'm a little buzzed. <laughs> a, little, a little buzzy. Oh, boy. I'm not going to finish this tea. I got to drive home. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, great show. I really loved it. Yeah, but Roger, I it was cute. Roger, Roger. Why don't you ask me a question? Because there's one thing we both did, and I yeah. want to talk about other stuff first. Okay. Uh, what have you been watching, bud? Well, let me tell you what I've been watching, man. Not a whole hell of a lot. But there's one thing we're going to talk about. Of course we're going to talk about, because we have to talk about. But... I watched two things. Well, one and a port, one and a half things. Uh, there's a few new shows Oops. out. Uh, I've actually got a decent list of stuff that's out. A lot of like review sites and stuff that I follow mm-hmm. have been saying, "Hey, you know, a lot of stuff that's coming out doesn't look all that great." So, kind of whatever. But there's a couple I checked out. Uh, specifically, <laughs> let me tell you, I watched. I got about halfway through the first episode. Of season two of a show we already talked about on the show. Mm-hmm. That being, We Never Learn. We Never Learn. I don't know, man. <laughs> You're not going to do it? I'm, I'm probably going to watch I'm going to try it. to get through it, because just because we watched the first yeah. season. But, like, I man, I got as far as, like... I still really like the They were season, confusing though. their grades that they got on a test with their cup sizes. Uh, easy mistake. No... No, <laughs> no. And I'm just like, man, we're just getting right to the boobies real quick, huh? Okay. Yeah. That's fine. It's one of them. Uh, it was okay. I, I haven't finished that episode, and it's like kind of whatever. Uh, let me tell you about this other thing I watched, because I was flipping through stuff on Verve, and I was like, let me find something new. This is new. What is this? It's got way too many syllables. It looks like a dumb isekai. I guess I'll check it out. <clears throat> and it is called... High school prodigies have it easy even in another world. And I got to tell you, I usually do rule of three. I don't think I'm going to get to three on this one, baby. 
I watched this first episode and it hurt me. Uh, so here's the premise. Let me just give you the quick pitch on this one. Basically, you've got these high school pro. It's an isekai, duh. So you've mm-hmm. got these high school prodigies. When I say high school prodigies, I mean like stupid genius level, not possible. One of them, the first person you see is literally in a space station, apparently of her own design, like soldering some shit. She's a genius. She's the world's greatest inventor. Uh, then we got cut to this other guy who's landing his, uh, who's being flown in a chopper and landing in Dubai or something. Uh, and he's getting off the phone with somebody because, oh, that's 10 million yen better than we thought we'd get. Awesome. He's the world's greatest entrepreneur, financial genius. And then there's this dude who somehow at high school age has been elected prime minister because he's the world's greatest politician. Okay, cool. <laughs> so for some reason, there's those, there's like the world's greatest swordswoman, uh, who's like literally on the battlefield, like running at dudes with guns, cutting their bullets out of the air. There's like the world's greatest magician. Who's the, the younger, like cute kid. Who's like does magic and shit. Uh, he makes the statue of Liberty disappear. Nice one. Copperfield. Um, and then there's like, what, what else was there? World's greatest, um, uh, 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 reporter or something like she's jumping off of buildings and doing ninja shit to get a scoop. Like, so she can get pictures and whatnot. And there's another one I can't remember. Whoops. But there's seven of these people. They, for some reason, are on a plane together. The plane crashes in another world. There you go. So now they're in this other world. The plane crashes in another world? Somehow crashes in another world. I don't know how. Doesn't matter. It's a show. So here's the thing. The first thing you see when they're in this other world is dude, politician boy wakes up. There's a big titty elf there and she's like trying to nurse him back to health. And he's like, oh, thank you so much. And she's like trying to feed him this soup. He's too weak. He, he slurps down the soup, but he can't eat the meat. It falls out of his mouth. He's like, oh, I'm too weak to eat. And she's like, oh, and she picks it up. Does she baby bird him? She puts it in her mouth and chews it and then kisses him and baby birds him. And then she backs away from him. And there's a long string of sweat between their lips. Uh, spit between their lips and it's like gross (laughs) so that's and that's not the grossest thing that happens the grossest (laughs) thing that happens is they then they're all back up and running there's a big festival for these kids in this town and the there's a lady she's like she's like an animal and she's got ears and a tail she walks over and she's like all right here's the food and there's all these little kid animal people and they're like ah potatoes i hate steamed potatoes and they're like well check this out and politician boy's like oh yeah try this i whip something up for you and he puts this like looks like a sauce on the potato and it's like oh that they try it they're like that looks pretty good they eat it oh this is amazing and everybody's trying it oh this is delicious it's so good this delicious sauce what is this sauce and he's like yes this uh incredible condiment that has taken over our world mayonnaise what the fuck are you talking about you put mayonnaise on a potato i mean i guess you could <laughs> yeah i guess you could i guess you could somebody one of the one of the girls at work today was was telling us that she's like you know like like if you ever pan fry toast i'll tell you how to do it better if you ever need to pan fry something don't use butter use mayonnaise gross yeah stop. And, and, Never, me uh, and, the, and the server uh we're sitting there, we're like, that is literally the most next level white shit I have ever heard like, dude, in my life. And you know she only uses freaking uh, Wonder Bread. Yeah. Miracle Whip and Wonder Bread. You're, you're, you're making grilled cheeses with mayonnaise instead of the butter. That sounds no! awful. This all sounds terrible. No! I'm really sad about everything that's happening. Yeah. But yeah, man, that's that show. Other you stuff put the happens in that the episode. corn, though. It's pretty good. I can, I can yeah, mayonnaise and corn, maybe. The elote, I mean, dude. You get that elote going. It's not just mayonnaise. Yeah, no, There's it's other not. stuff in there. You gotta get your chili powder. Yeah, it's not just mayonnaise and corn. Anyway, yeah, that really bummed me out. This fool's putting mayonnaise on potatoes. It's like, here's the thing, like, for the, it's the dub. It's the subtitles, right? Just say it's gravy. Just say it's gravy. Say yeah. it's anything. Say it's sour cream. Say he made sour cream. Yeah. But don't tell me it's mayonnaise. Ranch, even any, anything. Ranch would be better than mayonnaise. I don't even like ranch. Better than mayonnaise. Yeah. Anyway. God, it's so gross. Anyway, that's that show. And now let's talk about a thing we both watched. Hey, Roger, what have you been watching? Uh, well, first, uh, oh. I, I didn't watch anything, but I did oh. play a couple of anime games. I've oh, been, I've boy. Been, yeah, well, this will be quick. Uh, so I usually don't have a whole lot of time to play video games with uh, with my older friends. Uh, but our good buddy Silent Dill, who was doing the <laughs> Halloween Let's Play with us, he uh, is on vacation right now. So me... Uh, Corey, who also does the Let's Play, th- those two guys are brothers. 
Uh, we've been hopping on that Dragon Ball Z Fighters and freaking fighting it up the last few nights. Yeah, you were blasting it out when I got yeah, over here. Yeah, and it's been freaking amazing. That game is awesome. It's very good, yes. Um, and then I also, uh, if anybody out there plays the Yugi Mans, I got that... Uh, <laughs> I got the Yugi Man's game on the Switch because I'm back at the game store. Oh no! So I was like, I need a refresher on how to play this game, which uh, it is a it is a fun no. game. So if y'all got the friend if you got the friend codes and you want to play, uh, let, let your boy know. Is what you're uh, doing play instead of playing. I got that. I got that blue eyes white dragon. Instead of playing magic with your friends, dude, I wish Magic would make a game like that. Yeah, it'd be so nice. It'd be so nice. <sighs> well, uh, you have but, cards. Come on. Well, yeah, I do, but. Sometimes it's fun just to sit down and and play on your TV. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and it, it does a really, you know, you get to see all the interactions happening. So it's very, uh, like I feel way more confident playing Yu Gi Oh. You can get arena on this on this mat. Come on. Yeah, but do they they make you pay for all those packs? And no, shit. no. There's free stuff you can get, and then you buy stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not about to get on that microtransaction wave, dude. Come on. I ain't got the monies for that. Come on. Um, but uh, what we have been watching, we definitely both watched that first episode of MHA. Yes, new MHA dropped. Uh, we did watch it. It's pretty good. Yeah, it was good, man. It was a recap episode, but it was a very fun recap yeah, episode. Yeah, it was, it was better really than the last, it. the yeah. pool recap episode, in my opinion. Yeah, quite good. I I do like the cameraman. Yeah, he was awesome. <laughs> like me, I told you, me and Haley are watching it, and he's like, you find out what this fool's quirk is. Uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched the new MHA, skip ahead like a minute. Uh, yeah, but full, I mean, it's... Fool just starts like shooting camera lenses out of his hand and shit. And it's like, okay, uh, that's a thing you can do. And we were like, wait, so we already printed that picture. Does he spit it out? Does he does he pull it out his butt? What's going on? He's got a little slot in his chest that the camera print the picture prints out of. Yeah. Like an instant camera. He's a Polaroid. Yeah. He's, he's a Polaroid man. Yeah, but he's he's undercover trying to figure out who he thinks that All Might has a replacement. He thinks that the message... And he fucking cracks it immediately, because yeah, of course he, he does. He thinks that the message that All Might left is, it's your turn, uh, meant something more than it's... Like you you're know, the next than, villain. Yeah. Like he's coming for you. Yeah. He would have said that if he meant it. Yeah. yeah. And he, of course he cracks it immediately. Yeah. He's a freaking sleuth. Um, and good on him. Uh, it's a cute thing. Uh, it kind of, we, we actually said, I think you, me and Kat all thought he was going to end up being a bad guy. Maybe he will down the road, but yeah, I don't know that he's, he's kind of got a look at him. He's got to got this look about him. Yeah. Especially with those weird They might have gave him just the sleazy reporter look to just because that's a look. Just to throw you off, bro. Maybe. But yeah, I'm looking forward to this new yeah, season. Yeah, I'm super excited. Um, I have not. I've I've read a little bit about what's coming up. I feel like I stopped myself short of most of the big spoilers. Let me ask you how you felt about that intro and outro. It's it's it ain't no Uberworld. No, it is not. It's dude. not. It's not bad. I feel like it'll grow on me. Yeah, I'm gonna give it the benefit of the yeah. doubt. But it ain't no Uberworld. It's so basic. Maybe they put it there so they don't win all the awards this year at the Anime Awards. Wow. You know, they probably still will. Yeah, they probably And will. everybody in the chat's going to be like, normie pick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there are so many other bangers over this one for sure. Though, I'll say this. this. I'll say this. My boy Deku's going to have to bring it hard if he thinks he's going to beat out uh, Demon Slayer for best boy. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, he's gonna damn. He's going to have to really try. He's going to have to really do it, man. I don't know. And people love Demon Slayer too. It's a good show. Anyway. Uh yeah, man. So we're one episode in on new new uh MHA. Yeah. I'm into it. Still haven't decided I'm how we're gonna back in. We haven't decided how we're gonna do uh MHA on the show. We'll figure out some sort of thing. We'll figure out way. something. Um and then finally that's all we've been watching unless you have something else, man. Uh, Not really, we do man. have a question. Ooh, bring me that question. We we wait have it, a question that, that we missed from a month ago. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm sorry. So we both, me and, it was from our good buddy Josh. We thought the question got deleted from the original video that I got a copyright track on good for God. We Never Learn. But it turns out the comment was actually on the ramble. Okay. Uh, so, and I missed all of this. I missed a lot of responding to things in this time frame because that's when the tree fell on my house. Yeah. Um, so excuses, uh, excuses. Get yeah. To the Josh, question. Josh found it. He's like, "Oh, the question is over there," because uh, he had forgot what it was. So I've got it. I'm gonna pull and it up, and we're gonna do it today. Once again, you have not given me any heads up on what the question is. Sorry. <clears throat> I don't think this one's and, too bad. And your girlfriend got me a little bit drunk. So uh-huh. ouch. Um, okay, Joshua asked. 
What is a show that introduced you to a whole new genre that you continue to enjoy? Hmm. And what is one that put you off a genre, either temporarily or permanently? He writes, uh, Harahai was my first slice of life. I didn't enjoy it that much, but I found it, uh, I found unexpected enjoyment in the genre. Is it Haruhi or Haruhi? Haruhi. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I, I never know. Haruhi. Haruhi? I say um, Haruhi. Uh, I can't really think of anything that's put me off exactly. Perhaps horror. Uh, he said he didn't enjoy Higurashi, which is when they cry, which is incredible. You to me because love I loved it. Yeah. Uh, and he's really been. Uh, he hasn't ever really been too interested in horror since. Uh, so he said. So maybe that that qualifies. Sure. Um. um let's see. I'll let you take it first. Uh, you know what. I'll I'll keep it real smutty. Uh, God, <laughs> a show that introduced me to a whole new genre was Tenchi Muyo, and it introduced me to the harem genre, and I still enjoy that genre. There are a lot of really good shows out there. Okay. Um, and then what is one that put you off of a genre? I mean, there's ways to take that. It could be like, this sucks so hard, I don't want to watch anything like it. Or it could be yeah. like, this was so amazing, I kind of don't think anything's going to live up. That's true. Um, For yeah, me, it could go either way. Yeah. I w- I, let me let me take this one. So I will say that I'm not big on horror stuff. Okay. Promise Neverland rocks. Yeah. Promise Neverland is okay. bad that's, ass. That's such a good, a good yeah. call, dude. I've never been into horror very much, but Promise Neverland really hooked me. And I I have looked into a couple other spooky scary things and you know what i don't hate them yeah uh maybe we'll maybe we'll hit some of those eventually but mm-hmm. yeah i'm i'm kind of into it um i would say one that turned me off you know what? i'm not gonna say fully turned me off and i feel like you're gonna hate me for this one but honestly after we never learn i kind of don't want to watch another harem okay no, but, that's fine. but 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 i have seen i've like went trolling through some reviews and stuff i found other people who were talking about it and they were like you know what? It's pretty much like a lot of them were like saying, okay, it's fine. Okay. It's not great. Okay. It's fairly average, but more than one of them said, you know, if you're going to watch a harem, you should check out this show. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to check out that show and see what I think about it. Um, and I forget the name of it. I got it in my queue here. Hang on one second. It is called Nisekoi. Okay. You ever seen Nisekoi? I have not. Nisekoi, uh, False Love, I think, is the subtitle mm-hmm. on it. It's supposed, supposed to be good. Apparently, it's great. Apparently, it's great. Um, so, you know what? I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to I'm gonna try again on, on harems. I'm not real into them pretty much ever, but mm-hmm. I'm going to okay. give it a shot. Sure. Um, I think this is kind of from a, a good long time ago, but I used to be really, really into like sci-fi anime and stuff. Sure. And I took a long break from it after I watched this anime called Trinity Blood. Oh, yeah? Boy, it was hot freaking trash. I remember you telling me about that. You and did I, not like Trinity Blood. No, I did not, dude. It's, it was like the... Maybe... It was maybe the worst anime that I've ever seen. Yikes! Uh, <laughs> that I watched all the way through. Not Blade um, Trinity. Blood. Yeah, not, not Blade <laughs> Trinity. With Triple but, H. Uh, it took me for like I stuck to like I was like okay well I'm gonna just watch some comedies or some Schoolhouse or <laughs> anything else but something like you that really crappy. didn't like that yeah, show yeah like huh? like it, it took me out of, like uh like I know people are hit and miss with the Gonzo anime and it was a Gonzo anime mm. um and I wouldn't even bother with Gonzo for a little while after that like Bummer, it just took dude. me off of a whole damn studio they really <laughs> that just shut you all the way down yeah damn, Trinity dude. Blood was such garbage. It was the first anime I think that I'd ever sold out of my collection. You know, we're gonna get someone in the comments who's like, "Trinity Blood's my fucking favorite, yeah, you Trinity monster." Was fucking jam, I love bro. Trinity Blood. It's like, okay, <laughs> I, I haven't seen it, so I reserve my judgment. <laughs> uh, It'd be yeah. really great. Like everyone in the comments, just be like, "My dad worked on Trinity Blood, and he died." Yeah, bitch. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. That'd be so good. Anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah, good answer. <laughs> yeah. Good answer, good question. Thank yeah, you man. so much, Josh. A ton, good buddy. Uh really appreciate the questions. Uh I I hope we get more questions. Questions are fun. Yeah, I like the questions. They're fun. Send us questions. Yeah. And if you want to send us questions, we hit the plugs. 
Uh, yeah, go ahead and hit the plug. Go ahead and dude. take us out of here. If you want to send us questions, there's a number of ways to do that. Easiest one is if you are on the YouTube channel right now watching this and or listening to this on YouTube. Again, that's Rapid Kick Media on YouTube. You can leave us a question right there in the comments. Go ahead and like and comment, subscribe, ring that bell so we can ding your dong, etc. Ding etc. Uh, you can also send us one old school style to ding our dong, Gmail account. Ding, 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 ding. You can send us one old school style to our Gmail account. Uh, that's the good buddies anime pod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. We also have the Facebook group where you can leave us comments and stuff. Uh, that's the good buddies universe. We have the Twitter, which is uh, TGB underscore anime pod. And finally, we have the dead and zombified Tumblr, the good buddies.tumblr.com. And as I always say, they have different names. You're going to make it. You can you can also find this uh, pretty much anywhere that you find podcasts. We're on pod, uh, Apple Podcasts, we're on Podbean, we're on Stitcher, uh, Podcast Addict is what I use. All kind of cool stuff. You can find us there. Leave us comments, ratings, and whatnot. We really appreciate it. All that helps us so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who already has rated, and thank you to everyone who will. Mm-hmm. You're so nice. Love your questions and comments and ratings. And you're just your your overall nice nature. Just in general, you guys. You're nice. You're so cool. Um. <laughs> and uh beyond that we want to give a shout out to our good buddies married with sea monsters aka the mary janes for the use mm-hmm. of our opening theme song they got a show tomorrow they do have a show tomorrow so you won't hear this it'll already have happened by the time any of you are hearing this sorry mm-hmm. but um they do have a show uh at nexus or whatever it's called uh i guess free plug for nexus yeah. uh in waco <clears throat> But uh, yeah, our good buddies, Mary Sea Monster, aka the Mary Janes, for use of our opening theme song, Paper Doll. Uh, they are on Spotify, unlike us, but that track, as well as so many other hot fire tracks, are only available on marriedwithseamonsters.bandcamp.com. So check them out, download it, get it, get it, get it good. We also want to give a shout out to our good buddy, Haas, again, for the use of our closing theme on the YouTube portion of the show. Ah. Again, that's uh, Thomas Taste Better on Instagram for the, the use of our closing theme on there, The Buddy's Good. And of course, a shout out to our good buddy, A Petty Theft. Oh, yeah. That is how it's pronounced. Two P's at the beginning, two T's at the end. Papetti Theft for the use of our closing theme song on the uh, podcast portion of the show, which we are still calling Sweet Anime Dreams. Again, that's Papetti Theft on Twitter and on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. And I think that brings us to the end of the show, big boy. Yeah, man. You got, you got anything? one for us? I, I... Excuse me. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. I got something if you don't have anything. All right, man. Well, and it's the very lowest low. Like, it's all I got. All right, well, I guess we're taking it because I ain't got nothing. Okay. So hit me with it, big boy. From all of us here at the Good Buddy Universe, I am your good buddy, Brandon. And I am your good buddy, Roger. It's Samurai here. God, it's so bad. <laughs>